Mornings on SAFM. And a very good Friday to you, Mzansi. Welcome to Otherwise Talking Women on SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. My name is Shadow Twala. The show is produced by Hazel Makuzeni and Rob Parkin is our technical producer for today. Our contact details are 0892102010. Email otherwise at safm.co.za. Tweets at otherwise SAFM or at Shadow Twala. Now, yesterday was World Food Day, so we've invited Jane Griffiths to share her expertise on how we can grow our own food. And I promise you, you don't want to miss this conversation. Now, is Frank leaving Isidengo? And what is Maya up to in days of our lives? All these and more will be answered by TV Plus's Lucia Swat Walters. She's the editor. And our scape is celebrating the community plowback movement with a concert is there too. And we speak with Togon Jinga, actress, uh, who has produced is too. Finally, we speak with knitwit Carol- Carolyn Stain, founder of the 67 Blankets for Nelson Mandela. There's a handover happening this weekend, or probably, I think, on Monday, in a few days anyway. She tells us about it. But before all of that, our lunch bite for today is short and sweet. The key to eating healthy, you ask? Well, avoid any food that has a TV commercial. Otherwise, on SAFM. Now, Jane Griffiths is a television producer, writer, artist and traveler who's been growing organic vegetables and herbs for more than 15 years. Her best-selling book, Jane's Delicious Garden, has led to a vegetable revolution in this country with thousands of home growers now following in her green footsteps. She joins me now on the phone. Jane, welcome. Hello, Shadow. How are you? Good to speak to you again. Listen, I'm such a big fan of your books, you know. Good, good, good. I hope you're getting your green fingers growing. I am. <laughs> I've got a few challenges, and I think we'll talk about them today. But, you know, I'm trying to perfect my 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 plans to look... I mean, because of the pictures in your books, I'm trying to get the same colors going and, and you know, the, the same kind of textures as I see. But one thing I want you to, to talk to me about today, and simply because... In, a few months ago, it was difficult to to find ginger in the stores, ah. and it 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 then put the price up of ginger itself, uh-huh. and that led me to to want to grow my grow own, own ginger. ginger. Yes. And now, would you please advise? Because I, I'm not too sure what to do here uh, with regards to is this a time to grow ginger? First, you're asking at exactly the perfect time. It's the best time to start growing ginger. Um, it's actually a surprise easy plant to grow uh, and you don't have the frost so it, it'll grow it'll grow beautifully um, ginger grows it spreads from underground roots a tuber mm-hmm. under the ground and if you go to your local greengrocer and you look and you need to look for the freshest looking ginger uh, the, the pinker the color the better mm-hmm. not that dry brown color you know you often get a ginger that looks like really gnarly and brown and mm-hmm. dry Ro- try and look for one that is that is a, a, a lighter pink color and that is fresh looking. You, it doesn't look dried out. And that has got some growth points on it. You'll see they look like little bumps. They come up like a little bump on it. And th- that's what you're looking for. And as soon as you've got one of those, all you do is you, you make sure you plant it in fertile soil. It needs, uh, ginger likes quite rich soil. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
it it likes it actually doesn't even though it likes a warm climate it doesn't like full sun it does okay. best in kind of a, a dappled shade area so on the southern side of a tripod for example where it gets a bit of sun in the morning mm-hmm. but it doesn't get that hot afternoon sun and you bury it into the ground at an angle so one of the those little eyes or those little bumps is just below the surface of the ground press it down well you can actually cut the piece of ginger into two or three pieces Mm. making sure that each one has got at least one or two little eyes sticking out Mm -hmm. and um, bury it just so that that top end is about a centimeter or so underneath the surface of the soil press it down well keep it well watered until you see the little green sprouts coming up and leave it to grow throughout probably its first year at least Mm. and um, yeah let it as soon as it starts making new little plants it'll start spreading and you'll see new little plants coming up next to your first one Mm. as soon as it starts making those new little plants then you can start digging around and harvesting some ginger and generally the best time to start harvesting for the first time that you harvest is in autumn Uh, but once you've got it established you can leave it let your patch establish itself and then you can constantly harvest from it and if you want to get a bigger patch you just break off bits and plant it somewhere else and it's a pretty plant it has it, it grows about a meter or so high with lovely long green strappy leaves mm. and and can you do this in a pot yes you can just make make sure that it's a big enough pot mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be deep but it actually has to be a wide pot so that it's got room to spread mm-hmm. and deep enough so that it doesn't dry out you don't ginger likes just think about where ginger originates it originates at the best climate for it is actually places like durban and places like that mm-hmm. because it loves it actually likes humid climates mm-hmm. but you know i've grown it you know i grow it in joburg um it dies down for joburg listeners and for ones that are in, have got frost you can still grow it either in a pot and then you take it inside or protect it during winter or else it'll just die down during winter but then as long as you mulch it well or protect that area well it springs back up again and in, in when the weather warms up i like that idea take it inside yes you can as long as it has enough sun as long as it has enough sun, uh, you know, light, not necessarily hot sun, but enough light in, uh, during winter. Yeah. Oh, no, wonderful. Th- thanks for that. I really, I really am intent on growing ginger because I, I use it very often and I, for or, or just about anything. Uh, oh, I, and it's I, such a lovely thing to eat. It's one of my Exactly. I, I, I drink with lemon and all of that and then I chew it at the end, yes. which is beautiful. <laughs> it's so, very good for you as well. Yeah. It's a very good cleansing plant. Yes, yes. Now, you know, we spoke about, um, oh, oh, you know, my producer wants to know, can, can it take waterlogged soil? Um, preferably not too waterlogged. Um, n- very few plants, except for bog plants, like, you know, waterlogged soil. Uh, no, it needs to be quite... Otherwise, the root can uh, get rotten. Mm. It, it literally just rots. Okay. So it prefers... So rather have it in a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a little bit more drained soil than a waterlogged soil. Fantastic. Now, last, last month we chatted about seeds and seedlings and every one of us is planting something or other. Um, but how do we protect those? Oh, yes. To Especially stop somebody for all those ho-hos and things. Yes, huh? someone other than us eating our plants. <laughs> well, the first thing, you know, with the weather warming up, um, that's, you know, I, I, I dance for rain and then the rain comes and then I dance around the garden hunting for snails because mm. they've also been dancing for rain and the minute the rain arrives in Joburg and the minute the warmer weather arrives down in Cape Town, the snails pop out and mm-hmm. go, hello. And of course, they love, they make a beeline for all of our leafy greens and especially the young seedlings. Mm-hmm. 
they, they, luckily, there are lots of ways to deal with snails. Um, one of the things that I use a lot, especially with young seedlings, which snails love, you know uh, Goldilocks or the, you know, the gold pot scarers yes. that you use to clean your pots in the yes. kitchen? Yeah. Yes. You take those, you buy a few bags of those, and um, you pull them out the bags, use gloves because it can get a little bit prickly, mm. and you just roll them into a long sausage. Nice, long, fat sausage. Are you kidding me? No, it's so easy. You just roll it into a fat sausage, and then you place that fat sausage all the way around the edges of your bed. And as long as you don't have... Snails are very crafty little blighters. They will find a bridge somewhere. If there's one little leaf hanging over the edge, they will find it, and they will climb up over it (laughs) into your bed. So make sure there's no bridges for your snails. And uh, they won't cross that. It's it's like razor wire for their foot. And... Yes. Um, they literally don't cross it. People have said, oh, use eggshells, but I don't find eggshells work as well. Sna- a hungry snail will go across a bed of eggshells to get to a tasty lettuce, but they will not cross this razor wire. It's trench warfare against snails. That is so, so amazing. I would, I'd never have thought of that. And it works really well. If you're gardening in containers, it's a brilliant idea because what you do is you just put a, a ring of this around the base of the container and they won't climb up over it. If you've got a box that you're plant, planting in, you just mm-hmm. attach it to the box. The, another thing that you can use um, you, it, is copper. If, if, um, and if you, if, if you get that copper, there's copper, copper earthing tape. It's actually an earthing tape that you get. That it's got little holes in it. Mm-hmm. And it actually gives snails an electric shock when they go onto that. But that's a little bit more Aww. of an expensive option, but it, it, uh, it, it works very well. Again, with you've got, if you've got containers or raised beds, you just put this, this, a, a, cop, a strip of copper all the way around the edges and they won't go near it. That so. sounds more cruel, though. That, oh. that electric shock. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they learn quickly. <laughs> they learn very quickly. And the other thing that you can do with snails, and this one is, I don't know if you know, the snails love beer. They do. They do. They love beer. They 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 can smell it a mile off. And if you make it, you can make a very nifty little beer trap. And what <laughs> you, you all you do is you take some, you recycle a, a yogurt container and you cut little holes, little like windows, uh, two or three, close to the top of the yogurt container, and then you fill the bottom half up with beer. And then you dig a hole and you bury it into the ground so that the little windows are level with the ground Mm -hmm. from the outside. And then you put a lid in it because you don't want the birds coming and drinking your beer and then falling over and then the cat attacks the birds. Oh, you don't want to waste good beer. (laughs) So you cover your yoga containers and the snails and slugs, they come along and they climb in through the window and they climb down. They start drinking the beer. They fall in and they drown. Oh. I know. I knew you were going to but at least it's, you know, a berry death of, of you know. <laughs> a drunken death, eh? Yes. So then you take your, every, every few days, you take your, your, your trap out and you strain the beer back out, strain it out. With one beer, you can reuse it lots of times. Just strain the snails out, pop them, give them to your hens or into the compost, and then put your, your, your trap back in again. Fantastic. Now, lastly, what I'd like to ask about another thing that I love using every day and grow when I buy it from the store, unless I use all of it, uh, I, you know, it, it, it wastes very quickly in my fridge and that's coriander. Uh, okay. Well, a tip for you, if you are buying coriander, number one, always look, if you're buying coriander, always look for coriander that's got roots attached. Mm -hmm. And then when you get it home from the, the greengrocer, just Pop it into a glass of water and then put a bag around the top of it and then put it in the fridge. 
it lasts a lot longer a lot longer I'm so happy I know you. I'm so happy I met you. You know what? It's all just common sense. Think about it. Those roots are still working. Even Mm -hmm. if they've been pulled out of the ground, they're still functioning. Mm -hmm. So if you put them into water, they will carry on pulling water out and then keeping the leaves nice and pumped up and not wilting. And by putting a little bag around the top, you're creating a nice little moist microclimate in that bag. And the, the coriander will last a lot longer. The trick with growing coriander is to sow it from seed. If you transplant coriander, it, it runs a very high risk of, of going to seed, of bolting. Mm-hmm. And, and that is one of the things, one of the problems with growing coriander is that it does bolt very quickly. And all that bolt means is that it, it goes to flower and then produces seed. It doesn't mean the plant jumping up and running out your garden. <laughs> it, and the nice thing about coriander is that even if it does go to seed, every single little bit of it is still edible. The flowers that it mm. makes, it makes these gorgeous little white flowers mm. that the insects love. All the beneficial insects are attracted to your garden. Tiny little hoverflies, and those hoverflies eat aphids. So you're attracting beneficial insects into your garden by leaving your coriander to flower. Mm. And you can add some of them to your salad or a top of a soup or something. Then those little flowers turned into little green balls that ultimately will become brown coriander seeds. And this is one of the things that you will only get if you grow coriander yourself. You, if you if you leave, leave it to make those little green balls and harvest those, you can you, they they taste like a um, combination of the green coriander flower mm. and the dried coriander seed. It's the most amazing flavor. And if you get sure. lots of those, you can make a like a pesto out of them. That is simply delicious Yum. and such an unusual flavor. So if you're wanting to grow your coriander yourself, make sure you do successive harvests so from seed and be aware that it is going to go the hotter the summer it warms up the quicker it's going to go to seed so just if you sow seed every couple of weeks you will always have a new crop coming along while the last bit is then going to seed and producing lovely seeds but then you can still use that so it, it's one of my it's a lovely lovely herb to grow in the garden fantastic jane do you have do you have um uh, uh uh, documentaries that you do on 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 growing and our own foods, uh, or is it just your books that it, are available? It's mostly on my website. I do. I have just recently. I've started to put to put some videos on. So mm. on my website, Jane's Delicious Garden, there is a video page. Okay. Uh, in fact, I've got there some. You might find it interesting as well. I've got a, a little video on there on turmeric, ah. which is it's just a little video on on turmeric and growing turmeric. Um, but I haven't done anything. You know, I've been I've been a little wary of marrying the two for me television production is very much work mm-hmm. and my garden is my passion and love and if I combine the two I'm scared that my garden's going to become tainted with work <laughs> well well keep it that way then we're, we're happy to have the books and I'm going to direct people to your to your website They're again also, on the website I've got pictures of the the uh, beer trap and how to make it it's those step-by-step pictures on there of the, of the beer trap as well Fantastic. Jane, thank you so much for your Lovely, time. Lovely, as always, chatting to you. Have and we'll talk to you again weekend. soon. Thank you. Okay, bye. Bye-bye.
Wonderful. Jane's Delicious Herbs and, and Jane's Delicious Garden. Uh, those books are available and beautiful. You must go and get one if you really want to grow your own food. And I'm loving using it. And it's, I've got some challenges because I do it out of containers, but it's it's starting to show and, and bear some fruit. So janesdeliciousgarden.com is the website. When we come back, we'll find out what's going on in TV land. Then. Otherwise, on SAFM. Lucia Swartwaters, the editor of TV Plus. Lucia, welcome. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for having me. Now, how much TV do you watch? Oh, I, <laughs> I can't even give you an estimate. It's just too much. I watch it all the time and it's running in the background whenever I'm working. Well, it, it, it looks like it because I, when I look at this publication, I think, where do they find the time to watch so much television? Well, it is amazing. But then I have to say, what an amazing job to be able to watch TV well, for living. Def- definitely, definitely. <laughs> oh, can I call you a couch potato? It's all a computer potato. <laughs> oh, so you watch both online and 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 on television? Yes, I have to. I can't do. I sometimes um, save series on my hard drive, and then watch it through my computer in the background. And do you get to see the the episodes that we haven't seen yet? Yes, sometimes we're lucky enough to get it, and and then we can watch it before and and make a call on whether we think our audience would like it or not. Mm, mm. So you 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 have you have close relations then with production houses and producers and all of those kinds of things. Yes, and we do our best to cultivate them. So, is Frank leaving Isidengo? Yes, he is. It is, yeah, it is. Oh no, I'm sorry, Frank, I thought you were talking talking about um, Diabunga. No, Frank is staying, and I'm very glad about that. He's such an integral part of the show, Mm -hmm. especially now with everything that's going to happen in Isidingo. But don't these rumors affect uh, the the actors themselves and and, 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 uh, the producers to change the story? I mean, where does a rumor like he's leaving come from? I think there's a lot of rumors at the moment going on with people being unsure on who's going to go to the new generations and the, you know there will be some switching around so I think at this stage there's a lot of rumors going on. But I'm happy to see that there's, it looks like there's enough work for all our actors with all these uh, programs that are on. Yes definitely. I don't think they will battle to get something else to do and it opens new avenues for them. Mm. So tell us what's topical at the moment. What should we be watching? Oh, it's such an exciting fortnight that's going, <laughs> that's starting today. And my best is tonight is Pretty Little Liars. I don't know if you've watched it before. It's a very teeny drama, but mm-hmm. season five starts tonight on Vuzu. And I am glued to that show. Pretty Little Liars. Yes. What is it about? Pretty Little Liars, I guess that's what it's about. Four girls and their friend gets murdered in the first series, in the first season, and then they get stalked by someone. They call it A. They get all of these text messages and they are being blackmailed. And then they form this clique to keep the secret and then to find out who killed their friend. And the way the twists and turns and what they come up with, I'm astonished every time. We are in season five and we still don't know who A is. Wow. Okay. So it starts, it's back tonight. Yes, it's back tonight. And then also for drama, it's a big week. Masters of Sex is finally starting on Thursday, next Thursday. 
Is, is it the first one? Yes, it's the first one on MNETH at 9 o'clock at night. Um, it's been dropped twice, so we've been looking forward to this for a long time. And I've, I've been watching it. We've been... Um, privileged enough to have the episode and I can say don't get put off by the name well I was about to say like <laughs> masters of sex like what yes, it is it follows that it focuses on the gynecologist dr. William Masters so it's based on true events okay. and the research that they did in 1950 to follow the body's reaction during sex so wow. obviously there was some elements of sex in it but actually it focuses more on human relationships but is it clean to watch? Yes. And, it, it, um, well, don't let the kids watch it. No, no, but that's what I'm saying. But even for me, is it is it graphic or, or, or... No, it's not too graphic. I've watched it with my parents. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. All right, so my daughter and I can sit together and, and, and kind of watch it. Yeah, if you have a good relationship, it is. You will see some things, but there are other shows, I think, that's more raunchy. Oh, okay. All right. So yes. uh, where is Masters of Sex? It starts on the 23rd of October, next Thursday, mm -hmm. on Mnet Edge at 9 o'clock. All right. Anything else to look forward to? Yes, Grey's Anatomy Season 11 is also starting on the 27th. From Masters of Sex to Fifty Shades of Grey. Sorry? I'm saying from Masters of Sex to yes. Fifty Shades of Grey. Grey's Anatomy, that is. Yeah, Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> um, the last time we left off when um, um, Meredith's friend, what's her name, I forget it now, Christina, left. So this season we start off with Meredith without Christina in her life. You know that she's a person and they're very close and so on. So the series is going in for a big change. Okay, okay. Now I want you to please stay on the line for me for a few minutes. Otherwise, on SAFM. What's going on in TV land? Lucia Swart Walters is, is my guest, and we're talking about uh, what to expect. See, Lucia, I'm, you, I've been quiet. You talking about all these Grey's Anatomy and all of that because mm. I'm not a big fan. I'm an action girl. You're an action and, girl. I, I love the CSIs, and I, I, why are there so many different ones, though? I think they're just so popular, and it's easy to make, mm. you know. Uh, another series in that genre and you're more than it's more than likely to succeed and to hit a nerve mm -hmm. so so uh, which CSI is, is, is coming back and which one is going away because I, I, I get confused although I watch all of them I watch either one that's uh, CSI Miami CSI New York and uh, what's the other one it's just CSI yeah just CSI and it's that, C that is that CSI that's back now mm -hmm. season 15 and that is returning from Wednesday the 22nd I love Ted Danson you see that's that's why I think yeah uh, that that I find very exciting to watch and I love New Blood as well I, I, what no 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 what, what's it called Blue, Blue Blood Blue Bloods yeah Yes, I also love Blue Bloods. I think it's such a nice plot and the acting is brilliant. And that is also back from the 23rd, that's Thursday. And what can we expect there? Well, lots of spoiler alerts and changes. Frank will be looking for someone to appoint in the office and there will be some newbies. I don't want to give too much away. Oh, okay, okay. All right. So anything much bigger to look out for before we say goodbye to you? Well, can I just highlight my personal favorite? Yes, <laughs> yes, go ahead, go starting. ahead. It's a bit off the grid, but it is American Horror Story, The Freak Show, Season 4, and it is starting on Monday, the 20th of October. Mm -hmm. So if you're in for a bit of freak and you want a late-night scare, watch <laughs> that. <laughs> 
Well, fantastic. Thank you so much, Lucia. We'll, we'll, we'll talk to you again soon. Have a great TV weekend. Thank you, you and the listeners too. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. What to look out for? Well, SA's best TV guides, previews and trivia is out there. It's called TV Plus. And uh, today is the... F- Today is the 17th and this was published from from the 15th. So everything that's coming up up until the 28th, you can get there. Um, Now I'm going to be talking to a revered actress and director for Eze to Togunjing. Otherwise, on SAFM. Togun Ching is a South African actress best known for her roles as Donna Makaula on the Eminent Soap Opera Agoli and a senior superintendent Nom Sadlamba on the SABC One drama series Interrogation Room since 2005. Togun joins me now because now she's directed Eze to Nesanam Sa Isingli. Hello, Togun. Hello, Nom Unjani Sisi. Welcome, darling. Welcome, welcome to to, to Otherwise. Now, tell us and congratulations, Eze, to Nesanam Isingri. Yes. Can you give us some background? Because the concert is part of the Community Plowback Movement. Just give us a bit of background on the Community Plowback Movement. Okay, Community Plowback Movement is an is an NGO that was formed by Professor Mtetwa yeah. in 2002. This organization um, it, 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 it brings together people, trying to get people off the streets of mm. alcohol. So they run a gardening service. They train people. They do beadwork. They do sewing. Younger impact to all those African attires that you see, you mm. can buy them from CBPM, made by people who are part of the organization. So because of the people, you know when Abandabam Nyama, when they get together, they start singing, they do all those kind of sounds and whatever, mm-hmm. Professor decided um, to, to get some music out of these people, this group of people. Mm-hmm. Professor Mtetroge is passionate about Isim Nisakwantu, Ingoma, Zesikosa. She loves all those songs and she doesn't want Ikal Chayama closer to just disappear or get the songs to be modernized and all those kind of things mm-hmm. so we as it to is all those songs what closer and the meaning of the songs so when i was roped in this is the third time that i'm directing it but when i, when I was roped in i was roped in to try and dramatize this whole thing mm-hmm. to just people singing in but now i'm dramatizing i'm bringing in singing the meaning of the songs and why they are sung Wow, it sounds it, it sounds amazing, and it, it, you know I, what stories are we telling though through these songs? You, I know you're talking about the meanings of the songs and and the dramatization. Uh, does it does it what 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 message or what theme does it run that what theme runs through it? Um, what runs through it is, you know, you're talking about the, the boys going to the bush. Mm. Why do we sing these songs? Mm. When we send them to the bush, the song means this, ABC. And when they are there, we don't, uh, unfortunately, we don't deal with what happens when they are there. It's the mothers, how the mothers celebrate, what they are saying, what messages are they giving to the kids. Mm. It's more about when a child is born and then we do a ritual, what is in Beleko? What do the songs mean when we are... So we're talking about the, the journey of a child, what calls her, from birth 
to adulthood. Fantastic. The rights of yes. passage. Eh? The rights of passage and all that. And now when can we see Eze to Sisi? Eze to, we have one show only on Sunday at 5 o'clock at Escape Theatre. The tickets are 50 rand and the block bookings are 30 rand, I think. I'm not sure. But um, the tickets are 50 rand. Uh, you can buy tickets at Checkers. You can buy them at CompuTicket. Or you can buy them when you get to Escape on Sunday. But there's only one show happening, and it's on Sunday. But at why, why is there only one show? Well, I think we are wrapping up the festival that Escape has been running mm-hmm. this year. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know why we have only one show. I can't answer that, unfortunately. Well, it sounds, it sounds beautiful, and I think it's, it's, it's something that all of us would like to watch. And, and, and I think the whole country would like to watch this. It is so beautiful. And you know what we've done with the show this year? We've always done the cultural part of the show. But this year, we're actually bringing the contemporary side. We're finishing the show with the contemporary side of, of, of life, of mm-hmm. what we are within the arts. So we have a band that joins us at the end. Will Will it help if I doy doy outside Artscape and ask for <laughs> more? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. I think people are so used to people being toy. I mean, being in a toy toy that they will join you and just move on. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, Togo. It thank sounds you. amazing, and I wish you all the luck for Sunday. Thank you. Thank you so much, Hedo. Thank, thank you. you. Take uh, care, my dear. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Wow, it sounds beautiful. So if you are in town, in Cape Town, go to Artscape on Sunday, and for, for 50 Rand, beautiful entertainment, and see Togo at work, or Togo's work, rather. Beautiful story to be told there. Carolyn Stain has been encouraging us to knit away uh, for 67 blankets uh, for Mandela Day and there's a handover that's happening um, and she joins me now to talk to us about that. Carolyn, hello. Hello, Shadow. Listen, you, you've been so kind, hey? You, you, you sent me a wonderful drink the other day when I was visiting your... your <laughs> Did you enjoy? Loved it, but it, it, it just made me look so important, hey, with the people I was sitting with. <laughs> I'm so glad. One has to be spoiled from time to time. I know. Thank you so much. And listen, what's happening? On, on what, what are we doing? Are we handing over blankets? so exciting. We ho- we're handing over blankets um, because we're keeping this momentum alive and moving. And on Monday night at the Market Theatre, we've got an amazing star performance from people like Jonathan Rocksmith, Timothy Malloy, Lindiwe Bungane, um, uh, Michael DePinna, Judy Ditchfield, uh, Michael Temba, Samantha Pio. And I've got to tell you something. Last night I met Lyra. And she, I gave her a crochet lesson and she's going to make a blanket and she's going to be coming, she's going to be one of our guests on Monday night. Oh, that's gorgeous. I know. No, I'm such a fan. You, you are such a groupie, actually. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but you need, you need to be a groupie to get your project going because the more people you reach out to, the more blankets we get. Absolutely. And when I've got someone like Trevor Noah with a needle and, and <gasps> wool, then you know this thing is rocking. So the big picture that we want to do, um, which will lead up to our distribution of blankets when the cold hits next year, mm-hmm. will be we want to do this yarn bomb. I don't know if you know what that is. No, tell us. Where we put thousands and thousands of blankets at the union buildings at the feet of Madiba. 
and take an aerial shot of a sea of color oh. and show the world what we as South Africans are doing in Madiba's name stitch by stitch, mm. keeping people warm over the, month, the, the winter months. So I'm hoping to break a world record. We call ourselves, as you know, nitwits for Madiba. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the world record so far is a yarn bomb display in Helsinki and the amount of blankets is 7,800 blankets. So now I'm calling upon all South Africans to crochet away so we can put 9,000 blankets and cover the grounds of the Union buildings in April next year. I think we can um, even do better than that. 9,000, I think we can do more than 9,000. Well, from your mouth to God's ear. Yeah, because you know what? I went to to a a surgery the other day for a checkup, and I found a basket uh, with wool and needles, and each patient that sits down while you wait knits a few lines and leaves it there. I know. That's that's another initiative. They're called Warm the World. Oh, is it? And they do they do exactly what we do, um, but they, they, they target the, the doctor's rooms. Ah, okay. So, so we, but we, we can target other rooms. We could, we could target other rooms and uh, hospitals for that matter. We, we, we could, we could. But I don't want to, I don't want to clash with anyone here ah, because I think okay. that that's, that's the way um, the person who's running that initiative, I don't, I don't want to, you know, oh, okay. <laughs> tread on toes. We respect but, that. But we're yeah. very Facebook-driven and, you know, we've become twits on Twitter. Um, and if people go to our Facebook page, 67 Blankets for Nelson Mandela Day, mm-hmm. I mean, it's all there. We are, we are uniting across every social divide. People are knitting, crocheting away. People are, wh- whatever you can do with your own two hands to keep people warm is what we are, what we are trying to do. So if people like quilting, sewing, that's, we, we love those blankets too. 67,000, so, 60, I think. Well, 67,000 well, blankets. 67,000 blankets. Oh, my goodness. 67,000 blankets for Madiba. <laughs> With your help, Shadow, we can possibly do this. 67,000. Let's 67, go. 67,000 blankets. Yeah. And we've got Airlink on board. Every blanket that's made in South Africa, they will transport from every nook and cranny in South Africa to bring the blankets up to Gauteng. Then we've got Stutterford van, Stutterford's van lines who will then drive all the blankets to the union buildings and then we're going to need a lot of help from Nitwits for Madiba to display the blankets at Madiba's feet. We don't have the date set yet but I'm working with the Nelson Mandela Foundation on that. I've got goosebumps listening to you because I, I can know, imagine this. It's know, so beautiful. It's terribly, terribly exciting. So we also um, won campaign of the year. I don't know if you know that. Yes, no, no. I, oh, yes, we spoke about we that. We spoke about that. Yes. 2014, we, winner of the Business and Arts South Africa Small Business Support of an arts organization. And, and yes. 2014 award for AN, what was it? Campaign of the Year. Campaign of the Year. Seven campaign of the Year. Yeah. We beat the likes of Coca Cola, Kellogg's, um, KFC, and Knorr for Campaign of the Year. And really, we've been going for nine months and we gave birth to this beautiful award. Mm-hmm. And it just shows you that you don't need a bank account. We don't have a bank account. We trade in wool. In actual fact, we trade in good wool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so um, people who would like to come to the market theater, we still have some seats available. 
And if they have not made a blanket, we have decided that people can come with a donation of 400 rands worth of wool. They can't come with money. They've got to come with wool. Okay, so your entrance into the market is... is is a blanket, mm -hmm. a handmade blanket, a single-size bed blanket, or two baby blankets, or wool to the value of 400 rand that will make up a single bed blanket fantastic and then people do need to rsvp to info at 67blankets.co.za 67 is numerical 67blankets.co.za correct lovely good luck hey and i wish you all the best take care and thank you so much for your support yeah thank you for talking you on monday night i won't be in johannesburg i'm in cape Ah. town and you should Uh, come to cape town to do something in cape town i'm definitely going to do something in cape town all right then all right take care bye-bye bye-bye that's carolyn stain go ahead and uh rsvp at info at 67blankets.co.za and